Seltzer Kings podcasts. Well, then I guess I just don't understand the point of the scene. It's about when Mira goes off her meds. Yeah, no, I know that. Thank you. I mean, I don't understand why there's this whole romantic bit where you swoop in and save her and act like you guys are meant to be together when this is a movie about a shit relationship. The scene is about the fact that these two people, while they have a very strong animalistic connection, they're ultimately only going to hurt each other. It's about the tragedy of realizing a relationship is, is, uh, is too intense to survive. Adam, that's us. We're the intense ones. All you and Hannah ever did was sit around watching those shows about when fat people do up their houses or whatever, or you ate Frito-Lays in bed. And then you met me, remember? And then you met me, and then we, and then we had a real connection, you had real feeling, and that's what this movie's about. Did you even read the script? No. No, I didn't read the script. I'm a producer. I don't need to read scripts. I'm here to produce. And your handwriting shit, by the way. I couldn't read a word of it. everybody welcome to another episode of boys watching girls we're just two boys watching hbo's girls we are your hosts i'm joe welke i'm vance and today we're talking about season six episode five which is episode 57 overall it is titled gummies it is directed by jesse peretz written by sarah hayward the original air date was March 12th, 2017, to an audience of 703,000 people, 0.703 million. And I think that my prediction came came true you from the last episode. You are absolutely right. You know, you straight edge monster, but you knew yep. your drugs. You knew your drugs references when you saw them and in the title. I knew somebody was going to be tripping out on some gummies, baby. You didn't expect who would be tripping out on them, but... Yeah, yeah, no, I think that my prediction for who it would be was wrong, but uh, nevertheless, I w- I'll give it a half correct. No, no, that's a full correct. I don't, you don't have to go extra credit <laughs> if you got the person right. All right, well, I'll take it then. Yeah. Uh, this episode's got a lot of moving parts, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, me and Vance were talking before we started recording about how one of the joys of watching this show is that we never know what to expect when we hit play and today was no different yeah it's we just don't know if it's going to be heartfelt if it's going to be one of those very special episodes if it's going to be over the top silly and absurd and uh i mean that's no matter what we think about the show overall i will say you got to give it credit for keeping you keeping you off on your toes and never knowing what you what to expect you know like if you were watching this when it was airing live, like you turn on TV and you just don't know, you just don't yeah, know. What you know you're, you're, you know you're about to go on an adventure, but to where you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're if you hung in the season six, you're in for the long haul. So they can just do whatever, and you're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, I think that we can break this down into three main stories. We've got Hannah's story. We've got a ray story once again and we've got an adam and jessa story yeah ray's just one of the girls yeah ray is more one of the girls than two of the girls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly at this point do <laughs> so you think that was like a a switch up because everybody started to be like we really like ray like they they did field research and they're like who's your favorite characters and everyone's like ray we want to it, see more it's ray. hard to say if it's like actor availability in the season six, you know, 
Um, mm. And I'm not speaking specifically like with Shoshana's character because um, she's not in a lot this season so yeah. far. Um, yeah, she's barely in yeah, this like, season. She'll get her scenes and like the credit as one of the four girls, but like she doesn't have any meaty scenes. Like the networking scene a couple episodes ago, I think. Or was mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Was basically, that was her biggest scene, I think, this season. Yeah. But uh, she makes a tiny little appearance on this episode. But uh, yeah, I guess we should start with uh, with Ray. You think? Uh, yeah. Let's let's do that. All right. So Ray is still kind of uh, going through it because Hermie died. That was his mentor, his his confidant, his guy that he kind of looked up to, but also wanted to do better than, and that's what Hermie wanted for him. So he's still kind of he's still kind of going through it with that and he's going through all of his stuff. Apparently Hermie left everything to Ray in his will. Yeah. Um because he doesn't have a family. Even though yeah. it seems like he did, but I don't think he does. I'm are we missing I'm, f- I'm fairly certain he said that he had a wife in the last episode. Ray did. Yeah. Was he saying he had a wife or that he has a wife? Like I don't know. Yeah, I I was yeah. It's he has a bachelor pad. That is a bachelor pad, for sure. Yeah, borderline hoarder bachelor pad. Exactly. But uh, so Shoshana comes to, you know, comfort Ray. I guess to give her condolences to Ray because he's, you know, he's taking it kind of hard, and Ray's is kind of in this existential thing about like you never know when you're gonna go. You know, Hermie, he had a disease called. Uh, Sclermoderma? 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 Yeah, I meant to look that up, and I didn't look it up. Yeah, apparently it has no symptoms or signs of, uh, like, when you're dying from it, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, I don't know. But fucking Hermie's been talking about how he doesn't have much time left since, like, season one or two. But, uh, yeah, Ray's kind of like, of course, Hermie would get the... Uh, the disease that no one's heard of, the most indie disease in the world, and then he would die from it. I just, and... I just looked it up, <laughs> just because curiosity. Right. Uh, it says it's a long-lasting disease that affects your skin, connective tissue, and internal organs. It happens when your immune system causes your body to make too much of the protein collagen, an important part of your skin. As a result, your skin gets thick and tight, and scars can form on your lungs and kidneys. Damn, that sounds fucking brutal. So it seems like it does have external <laughs> things, though. Yeah, you would be yeah. able to see that. I yeah. feel it's just like scarring all over your skin. Yeah, it looks like the pictures on Google have like <clears throat> have people's hands, uh, you know, are like swollen and like rough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also on Google, they always show yeah, you the worst and, pictures, you know. And we just wasted people's time with a little medical corner. <laughs> Well, it's Vance's medical corner, yeah. <laughs> we don't Google everything else. No, that's the one thing we Google. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that we're like, we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. You guys Google it if you want to know. <laughs> if you got scler- scleroderma, right in. <laughs> if a character dies of a disease, the boys will look into it. Yeah. So Ray's, you know, lamenting Hermes' life and, you know, saying like he doesn't want... Uh, you know, it's all going to come for us. You know, we got to make the most of our lives or whatever. And 
and Shoshana has a little funny joke about like it's it's really weird because I will never die. It's it's weird. Like I have this weird thing, you know. I just won't I won't die. And then Ray's like, ha ha ha. I'm glad because I need you. That reminded me of a scene seasons ago when Jessa was talking to Shoshana about dying. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it was like right before she goes to get the job at the children's store or something. And mm-hmm. I think it was that Jessa said she wasn't ever going to die. And Shoshana mm-hmm. said she went mm-hmm. to like a fortune teller who said that she was going to die at a certain age or something. I feel mm-hmm. like it was it just reminded me of that with that thing. I don't know. What if this turns into like some kind of weird superhero thing where Shoshana is immortal? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> If the last episode she just gets hit by a bus and comes back to life, yeah. like cheerleader yeah. and hero story, and that <laughs> she that just gets NBC thrown, girls. she just kind of gets like thrown down the street a little bit, and then she gets up. She's like, "Ooh, that was literally like the worst thing that could have happened today." <laughs> <laughs> I spilled my coffee all over the place, <laughs> and then she just rips off Marnie's head, and you find out that she's like an evil alien invader. <laughs> yeah, take it to the bank, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Enjoy that fanfic no one's writing. <laughs> and uh, I think that kind of basically sums up that scene, right? Mm-hmm. Not too much going on. Yeah, I, I like uh, Ray and Shoshana's uh, relationship. They seem to get along great. Yeah, it's really fun and it's really nice uh, because Ray is such a lovable chap. And we want to see the, the best for Ray. Yeah. And then uh, we get the complete opposite relationship with him. Uh, with him and Marnie, who he is still, like, dating. And Marnie is, like, trying to help him go through Hermes stuff because it's all Ray's now. And Ray's kind of fascinated and be like, look at all this stuff. Like, this is crazy. Like, it's weird to see Hermes as a kid. Like, look at all this stuff. And Marnie's just kind of like, yeah, you know, we were all we were all kids once. Uh, yeah. Marnie does not want to be there yeah. at all. I can give Marnie a slight... I'm not giving her a full pass at all on this, but I can give her a slight pass of like she. This is stuff she wouldn't be interested in, because this is stuff yeah. that Ray's interested in. He's going through old VHSs and talking about like his old Skinamax and stuff. It's like Emmanuel's and all mm-hmm. all of the stuff that she would care nothing about, just because one, it's not about her, and two, because I don't really know what she likes actually. If you think, yeah, about I have it. no idea. Yeah, I don't know what what's her thing, you know. Well, her thing just like it morphs with whoever she's with. It seems or it changes so often. Like you couldn't even name a band that she likes. You know what I mean? And she's been yeah. talking about music for three seasons or more. Yeah, she's a professional musician at this yeah. point, and you're like, who, who do you sound like? And it's yeah. it's like, oh, we sound like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. And then Desi is like, no, we fucking don't. I don't want to sound like that. Yeah, and at least with Jessa, like, you know things that she's not going to like and things that she's going to get giddy over because it's so mm-hmm. absurd. Like, oh, my God, I have to find out more about this weird person. And you know Shoshana mm-hmm. is such a, such a star fucker and fanboy kind of person and, like, <laughs> wants the, like, business power, you know, mm-hmm. and raise into obscure stuff and Desi's into, like, healing feelings, you know. It's just Marnie, yeah. we never get, we never get a full grasp of what she's what she's all about yeah but uh i will tell you she is not about going through Hermes stuff with ray which like i again like with you like you said give her like a half pass Mm -hmm. because 
you know, it wouldn't be interesting. Yeah. You know, it it's it's weird stuff, but you can feign a little just because you know Ray is taking it kind of hard. Exactly. And she's trying, well, it doesn't even seem like she's trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, she's not trying <laughs> at all. She's she's physically there and that's the most amount of effort that she has put forth. Is it possible to have an outer body experience? In that situation, because that's what she is. She's a shell of a person standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But Ray is happy and he's going through all this stuff and he finds it all fascinating and he's showing Marnie and she's like, yeah, Ray, cool. And then she's like, oh, I just remembered I uh, have a thing I got to go to. Uh, I got to go. See ya. And then Ray's like, didn't you say that you had that yesterday? And she's like, oh, no, I had another thing yesterday, but now I had this other, some kind of fitness class, mm-hmm. Sculpt 57 or something, and the class that she had yesterday was Quiet Pilates. And Ray's like, dude, if you just want to go, go. Like, you don't need to stay here if you're, if you're not enjoying yourself. And she's like, no, I'm here for you. I'm here for you because you need me here. And he's like, well, I don't need you here. I want you here, but if you're going to be like, a fucking asshole about it then just leave and then she's like no i'll stay but i really should go <laughs> it's just like yeah like you know she, what it's the worst like she's talking about like oh don't put words in my mouth i'm like you just made up an excuse out of nowhere to leave yeah yeah um, and then he's like you know what just go and she's like you sure yeah that's fine like i'll yeah. go she's like well you know what how about i go and then we meet up afterwards and we can do something after you've gone through all of this stuff. And then Ray's like, hey, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You know what might be a better idea? If we just break up, let's break up. Yeah. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, you do not want to be here with me doing this. Uh, you never make time to hang out with me. I want more from this relationship. You're always busy. You're always out doing things. And whenever we are together, it's like you're not even there. So let's just fucking break up. And she's like, uh, I mean, I make time for you all the time. <laughs> it's, and he's like, dude, you couldn't stand being here for 20 fucking minutes while I'm going through like my friend's stuff. And then she basically uh, calls him cliche because he's like, well, you never know when you when we're going to go. And because uh, who gives a fuck about this guy that you barely really even knew and you didn't wasn't really like your friend and i was like dude this is not the time to be doing <laughs> oh did she say that i don't remember her saying that but she said something about like you weren't even really that close to this guy oh. like why are you getting so cliche about this when you you know you barely even knew this guy oh, i thought she said something like i can't believe someone dies and you're gonna like up in your whole life because of it you know like breaking up with her um she probably said that too, but I definitely nope. remember her saying, like, you barely even knew this guy. Like, what do you care? Really? And then, wow. yeah. <laughs> he definitely knew him pretty well. Like, he gave yeah. him a business and left everything to him. Um, yeah, so, right? Yeah. But it's the last so line. He... It's the last line. It really. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Ray's like, yeah, you know what? Let's just break up. And then Marnie's like, okay. And then he just goes into another room. She puts her purse around her shoulder and she says, to Ray, hey, I'm not a bad person, just so you know, and then leaves. And that's it. 
<laughs> That's what we get for her the whole episode. <laughs> and it was like last week when she was with Desi. And yeah. she does a horrible thing. And then that's it. We don't get any. Like, I don't. I'm so curious to see where they're going with Marnie. Because it's yeah. just like downhill right now. Yeah, dude. They only have five episodes left to write this course. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if they need to write it. But, like, I just don't know where she ends up. Yeah. And it's not like she's in it a lot either. Like, her... Her stories are just like, I'm going to be the most selfish person for one scene, yeah. and I'm going to be the most hateable person, and then I'm leaving. See yeah, ya. I'm out. <laughs> you need me to come in and be awful for five minutes? Check. Yeah. I'll be awful and then blame the other person for why I'm awful, being awful, and then deuces. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's... And I guess we do have another racing real quick. Yeah. But you know what? I feel good for Ray, you know, standing up, just being like, dude, I see where this is going. You're not fully invested in this, and I want somebody that's fully invested in this. So let's just break up. You know what's impressive, really, is that this happened without it being that uh, sitcom-y cliche of him finding out about her sleeping with Desi, which prompts him yeah. to do it. Like he, That hasn't yeah. even come up. Like I completely forgot about it until just now. Like, Mm-hmm. She was hooking up with Desi and she's making excuses because sometimes she goes to see him in therapy, I think, and whatever. Yeah. But that's not even his motivation for the breakup. It's her being her. And that's, I mean, it is the same person he was with. Like, I don't know what he expected. Yeah. I don't, I don't get what he saw in her from the first place, aside from her just being hot. Yeah. You know, and she is very hot. Yeah. She's an attractive lady. Yeah. I gotta, you know, good for Ray for getting to uh be with her for a bit but there are some people that are you know hot that are not worth being around and ugly on the inside man yeah dude i mean marnie what happened i to mean her i mean she's always been bad but like there is nothing good has changed at all i know it's just all bad i'm not a bad person just so you know Dude, yeah. you've lost if you have to say Like, if you have to say that, like, you know you fucked up. When you have to say that when someone else broke up with you, and that's yeah. your your final line, yeah, you yeah. need to, like, get seek help. You, you know, Ray did break up with her, but it's been her, like, purposefully sabotaging it. Yeah it's but i'm saying she would be she would be meaner she would be meaner if like i I would picture her being like really lashing out if someone broke up with her more so than oh my god i'm not bad am i yeah well yeah i mean the first time that they broke up she lashed out and was like (laughs) oh is this like your fantasy that you're the nerd and i'm the cheerleader and you get to break up with the hot chick well you're a fucking loser Mm -hmm. and then she dipped this time she's like i'm not a bad person yeah (laughs) And then Ray is listening to old uh, Hermy cassette tapes. I guess he used to do interviews or something with people. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't I, sure I who he was talking to on that, if it was someone known. Me neither. I, I didn't know that this side of Hermy. Like, we don't know that much about Hermy. Was he like a journalist or what? Yeah. But uh, he's listening to Hermy interview an old lady about basically like living life to the fullest and he's kind of getting a chuckle out of it because now he realizes that they're you only got one life to live vance 
I thought we had two or three or four. <laughs> you know, depends on what your religion right. and belief is. Actually, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. What do you think is happening after we dive in? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the big topics here. The big topics. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna plead the fifth on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sad, and it's it is a. Uh, when someone close to you like that does die, it does change your perspective on things a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But uh, not for Marnie. <laughs> no. I got to lie about going to work out. Yeah. What a piece of garbage, dude. Yeah. What a piece of garbage. Uh, so that's it for Ray. A uh, nice, little, nice little arc for Ray. I, I liked Ray's contributions to this episode, I guess. You know what? I'll say this. Uh, last episode, I was like, I want to see Shoshana react to Hermes and mm -hmm. Hermie and like yeah that that's what I needed just that one little moment with her like she felt yeah, yeah. it was nice because yeah. she she actually was like trying to comfort Ray yeah and also she knew him too and felt sad for it also but, yeah she uh, was dancing uh, with him at the end of the last season yeah but two people don't uh really really feel a lot about that <laughs> And it is like a good juxtaposition to see like how mm -hmm. much Shoshana cares versus Marnie, who is just like, ah, why do I have to be here? Yeah, and that this sucks. That made me think that Shoshana and Ray might get back together. I think they should. That'd be a nice thing because yeah. they get along so well. Yeah, I think I think now they're in a good place to do it, but yeah. we'll see. All right, on to Adam and Jessa. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, so we see uh, a random lady, Donald Duck in it, Winnie the Pooh in it, shirt on, <laughs> always, no bottoms. Man, always, this show. They yeah. love it. Yeah. Shirt on, no bottoms, dancing. And when I first saw this woman, I was like, what the hell is this? Who's this lady? And then it becomes very apparent that it is an actress who is acting in Adam and Jess's movie about Adam and Hannah and Jess's relationship. And she's playing the role of Hannah and she's dancing. And then Adam comes over and starts just wailing on her pooper, just smacking the shit out of that thing. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> when he's going to like, he's, you know, they're reenacting his borderline abusive relationship with Hannah and the kinky stuff that he's into or, and what she was allowing and blah, blah, blah. Uh, when he was smacking her ass, I was like, this is so hard. Like there's no acting in this. He's going ham on that ass. And we see ass and it is red from, uh, oh, yeah. from the slaps. It was interesting because the way they're filming it, they're not, they don't even have a camera on that angle. So I feel like yeah. they could have faked the slapping. And I'm sure yeah, when they were right? actually doing it, it wasn't. I think he's slapping, but it's fake to make it harder. Like maybe shake the table and then hit, you know? Yeah. I mean, it has to be fake because, yeah. you know, her ass was red. But if he was slapping as hard as it looked like he was slapping, <laughs> it'd be so much more red. Yeah. So what, much what more What was that red. movie that came out? That's the BDSM? Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. It's for, yeah. It's for those fans. Yeah, I mean, damn, dude, Adam was smacking that. And then uh, they start to, you know, smooch and show that they care. And then uh, they cut. And the lady's just like, cool, good scene. I don't know how much more of that ass smacking I can take, but I'm going to take five. 
And I was like, yeah, sure. Cool. Jessica comes over and she's kind of like unhappy with the scene because it's it it seems like Jessa wants it to be more demeaning and mean towards the Hannah character, whereas Adam is talking about like, no, we were in love and this was our relationship. Um, but it just so happened to not work out because we were very intense or whatever. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, uh, for the fact that like Jessa never really saw Adam with Hannah. Like, yeah, we've seen it watching the show, but like Adam and Hannah had this thing, like mm-hmm. whatever it was, they had this connection and this thing and he was genuinely into it. Um, and yeah, he he's portraying it as it was, not as uh, Jessa wants it to be. It's like some basically like some revenge of how like, I mean, we get into this in a later scene, but how like you got away from this crazy lady and got with me. You're like the perfect yeah. one. You found the perfect one in me kind of thing. Um, yeah. You get the kind of like seeds of Jessa being unhappy with the characterization of Hannah because mm-hmm. she didn't know the ins and outs of Adam yeah. and Hannah's relationship. Yeah. But it was like a very passionate, intense relationship and Adam's, you know, portraying it pretty well. And I think that the scenes that we've seen of their movie being shot, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, I mean, this looks like uh, we got to start with this whole movie thing. Like, how much time has passed that they ended up getting a script written, got a, casted, and got, got a crew? Like, they got a script written. Adam hand wrote the script. Apparently, <laughs> I'm sure someone <laughs> had got, to type that up. <laughs> is it? Is it? Are they just shooting the scenes, or are they shooting the full movie? Like, I like, are they making a full movie in this thing? I think they're shooting just the scenes and then they'll piece it together at the end because it is, they did move very fast on this. Like they have a whole crew. Yeah. I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm expecting uh, Hannah's baby to pop at this point. If, if <laughs> by the time it took for them to get the script and like, a whole okay, crew. so that's true. Yeah. Because Hannah started to try sidetrack at the yeah. here, but at the beginning of the episode, Hannah's looking at a lentil mm-hmm. and at, it says at, x amount of weeks or whatever the baby that she's pregnant with will be the size of a lentil so not too much time could have passed like zero time like you mean like two months haven't passed yeah like she's not in like the second trimester or something like it's like how yeah how fast can do you think that you can get a crew together and write <laughs> dude writing a whole fucking script yeah i mean i could see adam writing it and like how like they're like oh I write a wrote this over the weekend or like in a week, say yeah. Adam wrote it in a week, yeah. Casting, getting your crew, yep. knowing how Adam is picky, like finding the right person to play Hannah, like yeah, yeah. It's they got the ball rolling on this movie super fast. Like, it's very like impressive. It, like they were ready that <laughs> night. <laughs> um, but I will say this about Adam too. Like his acting and directing in this seems very genuine. Like. When he's doing the scene and he's cutting, he's, like, very caring of, like, how she's feeling about the stuff. And, like, I feel yeah. like she feels like she's in a safe spot, too. And there's, like, yeah, a female he, cinematographer. Um, like it's, He seems like a great director. Like, somebody that you would want to work with. Mm-hmm. And he's given her he's, space. Like, like, he, yeah, he's he's an actor's, a performer's director, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, even after, like, all of the ass-smacking, he's like, you know, we won't, we don't have to do it that that much more like mm-hmm. i think we got it like i i just want to make sure that you're comfortable and yeah. y- you can take my p- 
powerful thunderclaps on them booty cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Adam's such an interesting character, man, because he's scary and and nice at times. It's like I don't know, man. Yeah. So then we get the uh, the next scene of Adam and Hannah's relationship, where uh, it's a scene where Hannah, well, in the movie, her name is Mira. Uh, she's off of her meds. And she's kind of having a little breakdown and Adam is helping her back to he's he's like comforting her in the scene or whatever. And he's like the the lines are like, I'm I will ruin your life. And he's like, Hey, I don't care if you ruin my life, I just want you in my life. And Jess is watching on like, What the fuck, dude? Like I'm watching the guy that I'm with in love with somebody else in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh after they cut Adam's like, this is fucking awesome. Like, we're killing this shit. And the actress is like, I'm going to take five. Can I call my sister? And he's like, yeah, sure. Take five. Take 25. I don't care. Like, you're doing great. Goes up to Jess and he's like, isn't this awesome? And Jess is like, no. (laughs) She's like, isn't this actress a little, I don't know, not great? And he's like, what are you talking about? She's crushing it. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, she's so dropped in. I don't know how you could possibly say that. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. it's very obvious that Jess has got a problem with, like, she's getting jealous mm-hmm. of Adam and Hannah's passionate relationship. And she's like, this isn't a story about how your great love with Hannah. Like, this is the story of how you had a terrible relationship with Hannah. And that's how you found me. And we have a great relationship. And Adam's like, no, it's not. This is a story about our relation, our relationship. And it was passionate. It was intense. And that's why it could never work between us because we would just like explode on each other all the time. And Jess is like, we're the intense ones. We're the passionate ones. I don't want to have to do with like deal with this. And Yeah. I mean, their relationship is so explosive that it really shouldn't exist. Like, oh yeah. Like they're two of the same people. Like, you know what I mean? And in in, at least with Hannah, she, like when you see Hannah do stuff, she's very, she can do stuff that's like uh, extreme and, not not great, but she does it in a different way than Jess mm-hmm. and Adam do things, you know? Hers is going to mm-hmm. be more, like, kind of, like, just unthoughtful, careless, like, really, that's that's the move you pulled? As opposed to, like, viciously going after someone, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Jessa makes mention that she didn't read the script. Which was my thought when I was like, why is she watching these scenes and being shocked? <laughs> like, Yeah, right? I was like, why are you, you're, you're surprised this is what happened? And he's like, you read, did you read the script? And she's like, no, I'm the producer. I don't have to read the script. And you're just like, what is she doing on this movie? Yeah. Like, what did she, she do to get this together? Like, what did they do? I, like, I have no idea. I really thought but we'd the, never see this movie. I, I this wrong. is... The, this is where she says, like, I didn't read the script, plus your handwriting is terrible. Mm-hmm. So I was like, he hand wrote the script? How inconvenient. Yeah, I'm sure someone had to type that up later. They had to. Like, he, what is he? He, he, he at least had to, like, scan copies yeah. for the crew. It's no like, way the actress is reading handwritten lines. No, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jessa is very unhappy. She's jealous of Adam's past relationship. And that kind of wraps up their story, right? I'm not missing anything, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, oh, we've got Laird walked us in. 
Oh yeah, Laird. I forgot. Yeah. Laird just walked in and he's like, Whoa, this is cool. Look at all this. This is really artistic. This is really nice. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and he mentions that he just met the future love of his life. And it's the yeah. actress playing Hannah that he walked yeah. past. And I was like, That's great. That's yeah. so perfect. Because he always had a weird thing for Hannah too. And I yeah. guess the sister's just MIA? Adam's sister is gone? Like she's he there's no mention they were like hey we're going down the Laird's place to film this scene um never got any closure on caroline we have no idea where she is yeah adam seems like fine that laird's like i'm gonna try and hook up with this other chick yeah you know and it's really it's a big thing with the next thing we're dealing with hannah and her Mm -hmm. pregnancy and Mm -hmm. motherhood and stuff and we got a mia mother um yep who I don't know if she got help for her uh, her postpartum depression that it seemed like she was going through. You know, we don't know anything after that episode with Caroline. Yeah, we don't even see the baby anymore. Like Laird's just walking around. He's like, "Hey, what's up? He's all cool." Adam and Jess aren't taking care of it anymore. Well, that's that that should have stopped early. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna ever. I don't know if they're ever going to settle that. If so, maybe it'll be like a line off screen, but you would think it would happen now. Yeah. He's talking about future love of his life right now. It's weird. You know, I think the pairing of Laird and Adam would be good parental figures. Okay. Like, get the balance. You mean, the, ba- you mean the, ba- the balance of like Laird being like very uh, sensitive? He's the fun. And- the fun dad yeah and then and adam's the nurturing disciplinarian type you know yeah i feel like yeah i don't know we <laughs> that's another fanfic that someone could write <laughs> Adam know, man, and so many... baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah regardless that baby's gonna end up kind of fucked up <laughs> i feel bad for all the babies in oh, this every everybody's fucked up all of them yeah and that's it for Adam and Jessa and a little bit of Laird. Um, yeah, I guess we get to Hannah now. Yeah. We already covered her opening scene. Yeah. Opening scene where she's looking at the lentil. Uh, that's how big her baby is currently. Then we see her typing out a list of all the reasons why she should not have a baby. And there are some choice reasons on there. I kind of got locked in on one of them and didn't see a lot of the other ones. (laughs) All right. I got locked in on like two or three of them. Okay. I paused so I could read the whole thing. Okay. Uh, I only wrote down my favorites. Yep. Here's what, here's what I got. She, uh, one of, these are the reasons that Hannah should not have a baby. Uh, one of the reasons was she is bad at sports. (laughs) Okay. Another reason is she makes less than $24,000 a year. Okay. Which, how the fuck do you survive in New York City less than $24,000 a year? Even with your, even with roommates. That's insane. I think I've done it before. Really? Yeah. How many roommates did you have? Two. Okay. Yeah, I, I think if she had like three roommates, I'd be like, okay, that makes more sense. No, if you, but, my, yeah, my rent was like 700 a month. So that's like, well, also when was that? That I mean, wasn't in 2017. 
No, not 2017, but I think before that. Like, I mean, like yeah. post-college, like post-college stuff. Do you ever like get on Zillow and see what the prices of apartments are in New York currently? Uh, Not really, but uh, SNL did a really funny Zillow like home thing for like people in their 30s recently. I'm yeah. Not, uh, but um, dude, no, I mean, I was on Zillow yeah. not too long ago looking at New York apartments to see like if I could afford, dude, I could not afford to live there on my own. We live in California. It's just, it's so expensive here too. It's crazy that it is so expensive here, but I couldn't get an apartment in New York for the amount of money that I'm paying right now. I'd have to live in like, uh, like kind of farther out New Jersey. Yeah. And commute in on that New Jersey train that nobody ever uh, wants to get yeah, on. I mean, renting in New York is a pain too, just because of they do the broker fees, what LA doesn't have, and yeah, like it's so much. Like the down payment for getting an apartment is like first and last Social Security. It's like you're paying four months rent up front. Yeah, 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 and then the broker free fee you don't even get back. <laughs> yeah, someone shows <laughs> you a rundown apartment and they just made like two grand. Yeah, yep. it's such bullshit. Yep. But uh, so Hannah's making less than twenty four thousand. Uh, another reason why she shouldn't have a baby is she has oral herpes. Another reason why she doesn't uh, want to have a kid is, or she shouldn't have a kid is because she doesn't like having her nipples sucked. Yeah, those last two I saw for sure. Yeah. So it were, what was the, the one that the really stuck out to you? The, the oral herpes one. I had noticed the first time and then and the second time when they cut back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And Which I was is like, like okay, that's that seems that's like not a, a low on the totem pole. Yeah, of... dude, like like everybody has oral herpes. Like if you go to a doctor and you get like an STD check, they're like, "Oh, dude, you get oral herpes from fucking your aunt kissing you." Like 80% of people have that shit. I'm going to say I'm oral herpes free. Fortunately. Oh, one of the few. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cold one of, free. One of, one of the few, one of the proud, the herpy free. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so while she's but, typing. But this is uh, not to shame other oral herpes. Uh, oh, there's people. no shame at all. Yeah. There's no shame in general herpes. Fucking there's no shame at all. Get it in, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel another review coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, so as she's typing this, this is when Elijah walks in to let to Hannah know that Hermie has died. And Hannah like slams her computer down. Uh, and she's like, yeah, this is like the saddest thing in the world. That's so sad for Ray. And then uh, Elijah is like on all kinds of pills. He's on Adderall and he's just pulling a bender, researching some Broadway star, I guess, on I Facebook. Former college. I could. I wasn't really sure who they were talking about and I didn't. I think it was a college Me. friend or something that is in. It was some, I think I that he was, in, uh, he was in an acapella group with the person and now yeah. he's on Broadway in yeah. Kinky Boots. And Hannah's just like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, can you clean up your room? My mom's visiting. And then Elijah's like, we almost made out once. And blah, blah, oh, blah. you're skipping over a major part right here. That Elijah just laughs about Hermes' death. Or Hermes' death. Oh. And, and just says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's callous. Like, he's just like, 
oh my god, Ray gets all this stuff. This is the best thing for Ray. Like yeah. it's it's yeah, it's not a good look for Elijah right there. Yeah, but what do you expect? That's the kind of reaction I would expect from Elijah. I, uh, I well, let's continue the episode then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, Hannah's mom comes to visit and she's talking to Hannah and she's lets Hannah know like, hey, I've been uh having a rough time, but my doctor prescribed me medical marijuana and I've been loving it. And Hannah's like, oh, really? Did you bring any out here? Are you stoned right now? And the mom's like, no, I couldn't transport it, but I do have weed gummies. You want some? I already had two. (laughs) Yeah. And she, uh, I think she isn't used to how uh, edibles work. Mm -hmm. They're not one of those things you just start popping because it takes a while for them to kick in and, uh, when they kick in, they hit hard. And uh, if you've been just doing what she's doing, yeah. Yeah, she's just she's eating gummies like they're just gummy bears and yeah. all that shit. Uh, that's like one of the most cliche things in stand-up comedy. Like every fucking comic that's about weed has a like, I took these edibles and then I wasn't feeling anything. So then I ate like the whole batch of brownies. And then, whoa, whoa, so fucking annoying. I hate that shit. I fucking hate it. I've heard it so often. Every stupid stoner has a story about, uh, I didn't feel anything, so I ate a bunch more. And then I couldn't feel my feet. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need a, a good punchline for that. Uh, for for that. Um, yeah. I hate it. I hate that fucking, I don't know. I just don't, I, you know, I don't drink or smoke or anything, but I like, you know, weed humor to a certain extent, but there's so many people out here that are just like, yeah, I fucking smoke weed. It's like, it's legal. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) You're not a badass. Like, what are you fucking? You're a big fan of the heroin comedians, right? Yeah. Give me something to spice it up. You know, like Doug Benson, I just, it's not for me, man. And I don't know who could be into it at this point. It's so hack. I don't know. But her mom is like going fucking ham on some weed gummies. And then this is a perfect time for Hannah to tell her like, hey, I just want you to know, I want to talk to you about something really important. And it's a decision that I've made because I'm an adult. Uh, I'm pregnant and I'm thinking about keeping the baby. And the mom is like, oh, wow, was not expecting that. I really wanted her to list what she was expecting. (laughs) I was really waiting for that, like, funny comedy, like, three, three, like, three things that you thought it would be, you know? Yeah, her mom makes it, uh, her mom thought it was going to be about her dad. She thought that Hannah was about to tell her something about uh, Tad, the dad, the gay dad and his yeah. partner. And she's like, oh, I don't want to hear about it. And then Hannah's like, no, it's not about dad. I'm pregnant. And she's like, uh, okay, that's certainly something. Yeah, and the mom has a great ending here where uh, Hannah's talking about like she's going to keep it. And the mom's like, and you feel like it's your baby. Like they both had this like understanding of like, oh, yeah. 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 Hannah says something like, is it? crazy that i kind of want to keep it and the mom's like 
you're starting to feel like, you know, this is your baby. Yep. This is a thing. It's growing inside of you. Yeah. You're creating life. Yeah. I mean, not, Very not cool. faster than Adam's cranking out a movie, but you know. <laughs> I know, right? Adam's already fucking. <laughs> He's in post-production. In post-production. <laughs> yeah. He's... Van- Vance is editing this shit already. <laughs> He's like, it's already released. <laughs> She's a big movie star yeah. now, and Hannah's still got a lentil in her. <laughs> She's three months in, and they already won the Academy Award. They have the Spirit Awards for indie filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. He's winning it at the uh, uh, Slam Dance Festival, according to Laird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go to the laundromat, and the mom is just, like, still chowing down on some weed gummies. And Hannah's kind of like, um... Maybe you should uh, slow down on that. Uh, you're only supposed to have like one or two of those. And the mom's like, ah, I don't even really feel anything. Just like that hack stand up bit that I was talking about. Do you feel that this is hack too? No, I don't feel like this is hack because it's a mom. It's a mom who's never done weed before. Like, I think it's hack when it's like a 25 year old who knows weed culture. Gotcha. And is like probably heard all of those stories and I just fucking hate that shit. It's so hack. But anyway, the mom and Hannah are exchanging, uh, like, you know, Hannah seems upbeat about having the baby and she's like, it's going to be great. You're going to be a grandma. And, uh, Laureen, the mom is just in existential dread mode. She's talking about how like, she doesn't have much time left on this earth and she's alone and nobody cares about her and Hannah's like what are you talking about it's me I'm I care for you dad's there and she says something about how she's she likes going to the she doesn't like going to the movies anymore because she doesn't like coming back home because she's afraid of what's in the home and Hannah's like oh what like a robber's gonna be in there and the mom's like no I know no one's in there and that is what's terrifying and awful to me I'm just so alone and no one cares about me. And this is how I'm going to live the rest of my life. And then Hannah's like, you're full of shit. I care about you. You're about to have, you're about to be a grandma, the baby. And then Hannah's mom, Laureen, gets up. She was sitting on a table, gets off of the table, gets in Hannah's face. And she says, stop fucking saying that to me. And I was like, geez. Yeah, that when she gets off the table, it's very frightening. Um, but what she was yeah. saying, what she was reacting to was hannah saying that you'll find somebody oh right 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 yeah. right right right. so yeah. she was saying you'll find somebody and then the mom's like no it's not gonna happen and then she says the second time and then that's when lorraine gets i mean that shot of her coming in and saying don't say that again was terrifying like if this was a horror yeah. movie or like a psychological thriller it would be like okay this is this is a problem yeah that's some like misery yeah. Yeah. Uh, level of insanity going on. Some what's the one where the Glenn Close Fatal Attraction? Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, another thing here that got me was this is the first time I've seen someone unhappy to become a grandmother. Like, yeah, like it's not like she's becoming a grandmother and she's like early forties, you know, or something where she's like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. too young to be a grandmother. Like normally, like a person like this is like, yes, I get to be a grandmother, which you know, like. It's always amazing that like you have kids and then your goal is to have your kids have kids and like you just get so like like so invested in that 
kid. And I'm surprised. She's like, oh, it's sad they won't have a grandmother. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I can't go yeah. on trips with them. I'm not going to go yeah. on trips alone. And he's like, you can come with me and dad. And she's like, oh, with Tad and his partner or whatever. So yeah. I guess he's still with that guy. Yeah. I don't know, man. It. I think that the... Lorene would have been happier if Hannah was in like a stable relationship. She would be happier to be a grandmother than I don't think do that you, had anything think? to do with it because she's talking about herself the whole time. Like she's not saying like at no point does it come up like how are you going to do this by yourself or any of that stuff. Like yeah, yeah. So after that moment of don't fucking say that again to me, she takes Hannah's laundry and just dips out. She's like, I'm going back to the apartment. I don't want to be around you. And Hannah's like, I got like two towels that are still drying in here. You can't wait a minute. The mom's like, I don't even have a minute. It leaves. Hannah starts walking back to her place with her towels. Sees that the mom left all of the, all of the clothes on Hannah's stoop along with her shirt or dress. Do we ever follow up on that? No, we do not, because she had a leopard print shirt on in the laundromat. She leaves it on Hannah's stoop, and then she goes missing, and Elijah and Hannah go searching for her. But uh, when they find her, she's wear just wearing a different shirt. Okay. All right. Because Hannah was like, yeah, her top is on the stoop, too. Like, we don't know what she's doing. She's cracked out on edibles. We don't know if she's, like, been sex trafficked. <laughs> and we need to find her. And Elijah's like, ugh. Get my shoes. Like, let's go find your mom. Yeah. And he's listening to the, the, uh, yeah, semi charmed life. Yeah. Acapella. Yeah. That they were talking about earlier. Baby, baby, I want something else to get me through this. A semi charmed kind of life. I don't think any of our listeners was that were asking for that. Yeah. Well, but if you were, let us know. Yeah, if you like that singing voice, <laughs> if you... look me up on Spotify. I do have an album out on Spotify. <laughs> Is it the same type of music? No. <laughs> what is the um, name of this album if people are looking for it? The album is called Joe Elke is Stuck. And it's because I wrote it and recorded all of it during the quarantine in my apartment. It's like garage rock type stuff. Arctic Monkeys. The hives, the vines, that's the vibe. Okay. Anyway, a little plug there for my album. That gets like one listen a week. <laughs> if you get two, you know why this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the mom's missing. Elijah and Hannah go out looking. They're just running through the streets of Brooklyn screaming, Laureen. Uh, eventually they get to a Chinese restaurant. And well, they're, they call her and she's, you know, out of her mind stoned. Elijah gets the clue that she's in a Chinese restaurant. So then they start going to all these Chinese restaurants. Hannah orders a dumpling. They're like getting food as they're going al along on this journey. Hannah gets a dumpling. They stop and get ice cream. Well, that place that they go to get the dumpling, that's M Noodle. And I believe it's still there. And that was a, uh, that place opened like a couple years. I mean, a while back now, but I used to go to that place late night. Um, because they were open was super like, late. Um, and was that like a drunk hangout? Yeah, it was definitely like an after bar, after being out 
go like it was on my walk home on metropolitan yeah. so like you could stop there get something um yeah nice. there were certain things there that were good like the the pancakes and dumplings and stuff like that like the the pork pancake or whatever like stuff thing um yeah the noodles were all right there was yeah it was it's fine it's it's serviceable for what it was not a, not a bad place great that it was open late yeah yeah i feel like when you're open that late you can't really be too shocked and amazed at the cuisine i mean it's new york know? man everything's open late that is true yeah what was your like favorite late night after the bar place to go mm, probably just deli sandwiches from like one of the mini bodegas and stuff yeah yeah i was a big diner guy i like going what was that place kellogg's in mm -hmm. williamsburg yeah. i mean m noodles yeah. right near kellogg's it's like okay two blocks up or something on metropolitan there was a there was a place in astoria that i fucking love going to i can't remember the name of it oh it was like a it had blue awning was right off of the Astoria Boulevard stop. That diner was the shit. Uh, anyway, back to the pod. So they're looking for, they come across a group of gay gentlemen and they're screaming Laureen and then all of them mockingly scream Laureen and Hannah's like, this isn't help. Were they gay? I wouldn't assume. I would think so. Why? What, what made you say they were gay? It was a bunch of guys together. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, a group of four guys have never walked from between bars. It was like six to eight guys. It was it was like four people. They were dressed kind of like how Elijah dresses when they go out, so that's what made me assume. And then they were also like mocking Elijah's voice, I feel like. I think they were just mocking two people walking around Brooklyn screaming out someone's name and being drunk. Like that was a very like ineffective way to search for somebody. Yeah, I like, I completely was on the side of those guys when they were saying that. Like, <laughs> that's definitely some drunk nonsense that you would do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they were gay though. I don't know why. I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, Oh, it's a bunch of gay guys. All right. Could be wrong. No, I mean, I didn't even. Yeah. Hey, I'm open to being wrong about this. Okay. So yeah, they eventually they find the mom in a Chinese restaurant. Do you remember what that Chinese restaurant was? That one I wasn't sure of. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they find her and then Hannah's like, where the hell were you? And Elijah sits down. He's like, ooh, sweet pot stickers. And he's just like having a good time. The mom is like, yeah, I'm so stoned. And Elijah's like, oh, you're adorable. And Hannah's admonishing her, just being like, what the you can't just go off like that. You're stoned out of your mind. Like you can't just leave. I was worried about you and you weren't picking up your phone. And then the mom's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. We're all having a good time here. Let's have a toast. Let's toast to Hannah's baby. And then bumps the, the belly. Yeah. And Elijah's like, ha, 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 yeah, right, baby. And then it slowly dawns on him that, oh, this is serious. Hannah's pregnant. And she's like, I didn't mean that. I didn't want you to find out like this. Situations like this in shows, I always wonder, like, I know why they don't do it in the show because they want to get to the next scene. But I always wonder why the person doesn't play it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, Hannah seems like, oh, I'm caught. There's no way to get out of this. I'm like, you could just say, 
You could yeah, literally like, just say, Mom, punk. you're being stoned. What are you talking about? I'm not breaking. Like, you could just get past that and then wait till you're the next day and talk to, like, Elijah in the way that you wanted to tell him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand that. It's like, she could easily be like, ha yeah, to my baby, and then just yeah. sit down and, like, move past it. Yeah. Instead, it's like, weird look, weird look, weird look, weird look. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just always wonder get... why they never, why I've never like seen that happen in a, in a show really. Yeah. So then Elijah just gets like super fucking pissed, <laughs> which I was confused about. Yeah, this felt, it felt on brand and force at the same time. Yeah. So Elijah gets super pissed, gets up from the table, runs away, and Hannah like finds him in the kitchen and confronts him, and she's like. Okay, so I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. I wanted to tell you, but you were going to be the second person. Like, I wanted to tell my mom first, which is not that unreasonable. Yeah, the dad's not even number two. <laughs> yeah, right? That is ridiculous that Elijah would get upset about that. I could see her telling Elijah before telling anyone else, actually. I get that. But if you're Elijah, you have to understand, like, well, there are more important people in her life. Well, I don't think Elijah cares much about uh, being the order that he's told. He's just upset that it's happening and people are growing up and changing. Because uh, the the episode when they go networking, Jessa tells them to grow up. And it seems like yeah. that's Elijah. That's been Elijah's arc since uh, Dill, uh, the guy, Dill Hardcore. Where he's like, yeah, you're just not mature enough yet, you know? Like... And that's really he's got a little, he's got a little Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, and like he's he's been spiraling just on Adderall for days at a time, and just you know. So yeah, I mean, I think he's just like, oh wait, you're gonna be the first one to grow up, I guess, because I mean, she'll have to have, be responsible at that point. Yeah. So he's a, he's pissed, and he basically is like, Hannah, this is a bad idea. You can barely take care of yourself. And you're going to have a baby? And then what? Like, you're going to move out? She's like, I wasn't planning on moving out. I was planning, like, we could raise the baby together. Like, what a fucking thing to thrust upon a person. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one's a demerit on Hannah. To be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have this baby. And obviously, you're going to be there and help me take care of it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, well... Like, Elijah doesn't want to have a baby in his space either. Like, you wouldn't want a baby around Elijah. Like, he's having orgies and shit. Yeah, like, and he's not ready to give that up yet, so. Yeah, no. Uh, but he's basically upset that it's going to ruin their friendship or change the way that their relationship is. He's like, you know, we've got a good thing going. You're going to fuck it up with a baby. Yeah. And, and then uh, he drops the bomb that he thinks that Hannah's going to be a terrible mother. Maybe the worst thing he's ever said. And yeah. horrible, horrible for him to say that. It's one thing yeah. for Hannah's mom to kind of say that in a more tactful way, if she was to say mm -hmm. it. But for Elijah, her closest friend at this point, like he is like he, he is her close friend. Like it's not Marnie, it's not Jessa. Like this is the person she confides in. Uh that hurts, man. That that one yeah, stung. Yeah. That one just felt rough. And and we have to mention this is all taking place in the kitchen, and I yeah, do there's not people understand. Working. I do not understand why they've not kicked them out of the kitchen. 
Because if right? you've worked at a restaurant's kitchen, you can't have two people just stand in there. Yeah. it's Stuff is moving around. You got to get around. No way. Yeah. At, even like somebody walks by them and he's like, hey, can we have a minute here? We're having an emotional thing. Like, we're trying to fucking work here. This is not like an emotional thing having space. I was like, how is no one yelling at them and saying, get the hell out of the kitchen? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Hannah starts crying and then Elijah's like, oh, what? You're going to start crying now? And then he like shoulder checks her. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's harsh. Um, yeah, it's very harsh. Yeah. And here's the thing. Hannah kind of knows deep down that there's a little bit of truth to what he's saying because she's writing a list about like all the reasons why I shouldn't be a mom. Well, he, no, she kind of has an idea of like, it might be a bad idea. And I think that that is, but there is much more tactful ways to go about saying that as opposed to just being like, you're going to be a horrible mother. Well, I think the thing is, it's not about what he says, but why he's saying it. He's not saying yeah. it as a way to protect her from making a mistake. He's saying yeah, it out exactly. of self-interest, and that's what makes it awful. Like, he's only yes. caring about himself. Like, if he thought she would be a horrible mother, that's fine. But he's not saying it because, like, he's worried about her. He's saying it mm -hmm. to be mean because she's hurt him somehow by doing something yeah. that he doesn't. Yeah, she's fucking up for. his lifestyle. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's when, that that's the negative of what Elijah's doing. Uh, because, yeah. and the thing I'll say about people being terrible mothers and stuff, like, nobody's ever ready no one ever knows yeah. uh when they yeah. have a kid what it's going to be like and i don't think hannah would be a bad i don't think she would be a bad mother per se like there will be issues like her own mom has got issues but like we've mm -hmm. seen hannah with the students in her school and like she definitely connected with those kids um mm -hmm. even though some stuff she shouldn't do but i mean not everybody's parent is just going to be you know sitcom family story ready you know like it's not a storybook parenthood you know i think that she will would not be a good mother just because she doesn't have her shit together but i don't think anybody has their a lot of people don't have their shit together at that point yeah but like i'm not saying shit together as in not just financially and like prepared to have a baby or like having somebody that she can do it with she just has such erratic behavior that i'd be worried that it would be another caroline situation i mean you have to think about the emotional status and like stuff like that but i feel like i don't know the, the, the scene earlier with her and her mom where it's like you feel like it's your baby and then the mom talking about how she loved being pregnant and stuff like that i feel mm -hmm. like that is what Hannah would have. Like she would have this new focus. Um, hmm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, and it's also like her support system is crumbling around her as well. Like her mom is, but she's out got, of her mind. You, she's got her dad and his partner living like in the city now. That's true. I think Tad would be there for her and yeah. help. I think, I think, I mean, it'll be weird. It'll be different, but I think it'll be fine. Cause I'm happy that Marnie and Jessa aren't a part of the story right now. Like, I don't think if she had her close group of friends, she'd be better off, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm worried for that baby. Yeah. I'm not worried about movie TV, baby. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know where, 
where uh, the other baby is that's actually in the show. So yeah, the baby that paid, played a pivotal like, would role. Would you say for a Laird? Would you say Laird is the person you would be like is ready for fatherhood? No, but I think he's gonna. I think he'll he'll be. That baby Dude, my first safe. my first thought when he showed up to this film set was like, who's taking care of the baby? I mean, he's got family members. Like, see, that's the thing is he's got support systems like. Adam and Jessa were taking care of the baby. He no, would no, take but care he has like other like. Remember, like the sister went to a compound with his family. Like he's got, he has other people. Like we don't know enough out there. He knows he doesn't have to carry the baby around with him every every second. I'm worried for Laird's baby sample or whatever. Yeah, I'm worried about that name. <laughs> the kid's got a lot to live. Yeah, yeah. So after Elijah and Hannah's blow up. She goes back to the table where her mom is and she's researching marijuana poisoning. And she's like, oh, you've got the classic signs of marijuana poisoning. But here's the thing. No one has ever overdosed or died from marijuana. So you're not going to die tonight. And the mom is uh, she she's having her she's deep in existential dread at this point. The mom, I, I don't know the conversation leading up to this, but it's kind of the same existential dread. And then she says to Hannah, like, H- Hannah says something about like, you know, we're, we're here for you. And like, you're going to have a baby. You're going to be a grandmother soon. And so you'll have the baby to take care of and look after. And then mom says, every time I look at that baby, I will see my own death. Yeah. There's a and lot then, of death in this episode. Oh, yeah. And then she looks down at her plate. She sits up. And just barfs all over herself. It was gross. It was so nasty. It was like all the like spinach stuff and those dumplings just all like came like it exploded <laughs> out of her. It was. Yeah. And but, Hannah's like, "Mom." And if Hannah can take care of her mom in this situation, she'll be fine with a the baby. They're smaller. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She did take care of her dad, who was naked and cracked his head on the tub, and her dad, who had his first like. Gig. unprotected sex <laughs> yeah and like she had to go in and like get his wallet um, yeah yeah like these are the people who raised her like <laughs> you know what i mean so it was so gross yeah um, i was but, writing something down i was writing down the quote of every time i see your baby i'll see my own death and then i looked up just in time to watch her just fucking exorcist puke all over herself. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of, I, I could see where the, the, the mom is coming from with that line, though. It, it's harsh the way it's said, but it is, like, true. Like, Absolutely. You, like, that's the future, and you are not. And you've done your job. You know? Yep. It's over. You know? You're in the home stretch. Yeah, she's got to find something, though, to fulfill the rest of her life. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't. I mean, you, she can live a life without Tad. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, Hannah's walking home, and she's going up to her apartment, and she walks by the actress who is playing her. Mm-hmm. In Adam's movie, she looks at her and she's like, "Hey, do you mind if I sit down with you? There's somebody I'm trying to avoid up there." And she's like, "Yeah, go ahead." Actress is smoking a cigarette. She's like, did you just move in here or something? Or why are you here? And the actress is like, oh, I'm actually acting in a movie where 
I play this uh, this love interest. And Hannah's like, oh, is it Adam Sackler's movie by any chance? She's like, yeah, actually. And she's like, do you know him? And Hannah's like, oh, I barely know him. Which is great. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, so how do you like playing the role of the love interest in Adam's movie? And she's like, oh, it's great. I really love this character. Uh, she's mentally ill. <laughs> And I was like, oh, nice, nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I forget what else she said about it, but yeah, it was like, it wasn't the most flattering portrayal of the character. Even yeah. though he's portraying it pretty accurately, it seems, in the film. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, then Hannah's like, uh, just want you to know, like, I'm pregnant. And then she's like, oh, I'll stop smoking. And they start to bond over kids because the actress has three kids, apparently. And she's like, oh, I love being pregnant. She's just kind of talking with Hannah about being pregnant and motherhood. And it's kind of comforting Hannah to hear a positive thing instead of every time I look at your baby, I'll see death and you are going to be a horrible mother. Yeah. So it's a good, good little bow at the end of the episode to have somebody being like, oh, dude, you're going to love it. It's great. I loved being pregnant. I've got three kids. They're the best. And then uh, we get the super, super deep quote where Hannah's like, I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like it's going to be hard. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Fucking, and I'm going to bring a baby into this world. And then the actress takes a drag of her cigarette. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Having kids is easy. Being an adult, that's what's hard. I feel like that's the theme of girls in general. Yeah. That's the theme of this, this series, right? Like them having to grow up sucks. Yeah. Like girls becoming women, becoming like people in the world, you know, like, and I thought the best way for them, not the best way, but one way that they were going to show that was going to be through Shoshana's character, just cause she was going to be mm. right behind them. But we really mm. didn't get that the way it was set up from the beginning. We never got Shoshana really like, we had like a scene here or there of her being like, oh, yeah, this is harder than I thought. But we don't get that yeah. full trajectory. I mean, no. We barely get Shoshana in episodes at this point anymore yeah. at all. And this seems like the time that you would want her to be in it to pay off that like yeah. thing to have like Hannah. Like it, she doesn't get a lot of scenes with Hannah at all. And like it felt like, yeah, it felt like there needed to be something there. Um but with yeah. this last scene, I, I also want to comment that the actress is wearing like a similar dress and then yeah. the way they're sitting with their feet, like kind of like pigeon toed in on the stoop is like identical. Um, yeah. So she's got a little doppelganger there. The girls, yeah, done, this funny. actress has done a magnificent job of embodying Hannah, like <laughs> Hannah without, Horvath, without with a character ever having met her, you know, Mira Morvath. Yeah. The actress is. <laughs> Daisy Egan. Yeah. I don't I don't know and if I've seen her in anything else. Yeah, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. Or I mean I might have, I just wouldn't have known. <laughs> I would I yeah. would have been like, oh yeah, you played a Hannah stand in in the show I've never watched. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's the episode, everybody. Uh any final thoughts on this episode, Vance? Uh no. I think it's time to get to our uh our mid-season likability rankings. Yeah. We, we, this is going to be an interesting one. Mainly because some of the characters just like aren't in it. Yeah. I mean, this, 
season, we had two episodes where people have just been, like, Hannah's been away the first episode, and then they Desi and Marnie went away another episode, and then mm-hmm. another episode was just Hannah and uh, Chuck Palmer, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You don't really know what, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, are we doing guys and girls? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You start off with the guys. I got in the basement. I got Chuck Palmer as the worst just because I, he's not really a guy, but I just want to mention him as being awful. So yeah, he's, he's definitely at the like far and away dead last dead last. Yeah. What a fucking psycho. Great episode. Total psychopath. Yep. Uh, I have, I have Desi, uh, at the bottom. Just for the horror mm-hmm. show that he put up when they were went to that house. Um, yeah, I'm, got, I'm with you. He's got a little bit of redemption with the therapy thing, but like from just having that, like, um, actually with Desley, it's yeah. I'm gonna have Desley just out of like historical lastness. Um, right above him, I got Elijah. Yeah, because this episode, uh, yeah. And he's he burned just, all of his goodwill, all his like goodwill. right to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> like right to the ground. But yeah. um, before we, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Elijah for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I got Adam, and then Ray mm-hmm. at the top. And okay. Honorable mention: uh, Riz Ahmed's character from the first episode. Uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 Louis something. It was like two. yeah, it was two names. Yeah, uh, uh, Paul Louis. Yeah, he he would fall somewhere upper middle just because his only issue was not mentioning he had a girlfriend, but also like that wasn't a problem because they had an open relationship. So yeah, he didn't find yeah. it to be like an important thing to do. Yeah, um, my rankings are. Definitely Chuck Palmer at the bottom. If we're including him, that guy fucking sucked. Yeah. That guy was just straight up evil. Yeah. We're including <laughs> like, him just because of how evil he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and that episode had such an impact on me. Like, that episode was wild, dude. Yeah. Great episode. You Lucky started reading books sc- after that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Total scumbag. Um, and then above him, I also have Desi. And I know that he has kind of a redemption going on with his therapy thing, but that doesn't excuse his behavior of just like mm-hmm. being a fucking insane person at that cabin. Have, and also... Did we see him in anything else besides the cabin? Was the cabin the first thing we saw him in? Or no, the old, first time we see him is when they're having sex, I think. Yeah, and then they're like going through with the divorce stuff. And then that's when they hook up and then they get back together, sort of. Okay, yeah. Then above him, Elijah, just like you. Uh, Elijah, totally. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Elijah. I think he's a great character. Yeah. But that scene today? Yeah. Fucking atrocious. Yeah, when you mess up, we let you know it. Sorry, yeah. you drop down, you Elijah. Fall. You fall. Yeah. Um, Then, yeah, then around here... Well, no, this is where I'd have Adam as well. Mm-hmm. Same with you. And uh, yeah, you go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Adam hasn't really done anything offensively bad, 
but he he's just kind of there the at this only point. Thing, like, I don't... The only thing I got for him is that he quit the movie that he was working on, which is kind of just yeah. not like a cool thing to do with all the people that are working for him. It's yeah. like, how would Adam feel if this Hannah actress just walked out because she didn't like working with him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. That, that's the kind of thing. Like, she didn't like getting her ass beat. Yeah. Like it's just it's just like when you're on a film set, it's a team thing, you know. Um, and especially yeah. if you're an actor, like you like if a grip leaves or like the sound person leaves, you can get a new sound person. But when the person you filmed your movie with leaves, it's not as uh easy as just replacing him. So that that's why he's down, but like he hasn't done anything egregious, especially yeah. for Adam. So yeah. Yeah. Or he could do like one of the, that, what was that Bob Dylan movie where like 45 different actors and actresses played Bob Dylan? Remember that movie? No. I, the only Bob Dylan movie I remember is the Kate Blanchett one, right? Didn't she play? Yeah, Bob? I think that, I think that's the one where there were other actors playing Bob Dylan in different oh. scenes. Hmm. I could okay. be, I, I think that's true. Um, then right above Adam, that's where I would put uh, Riz Ahmed, Paul Louis. That's where I would yeah. put his character. Yeah. Uh, just because he yeah. was like a positive vibes guy and yeah. he didn't really do anything wrong except for like last minute disclosing that he's got a girlfriend, but they're in an open relationship. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know the rules on that. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't disclose it in a malicious way, too. He was like, oh, cool. You get to meet her. Like he wasn't even yeah. like he didn't even think it was something wrong with it. You know, well, Sorry. he was also like, he was also like, yeah, you could totally stay here and it'll be awesome. And I want you to stay. You're awesome. And I want you to meet my girlfriend. And then Hannah's like, what? Yeah. Like he wasn't <laughs> like, well, you probably shouldn't stay because I don't want yeah. you around. Like, yeah, he was a interesting character, you know? Yeah, I liked him a lot. And then uh, top spot, uh, Ray, obviously. Yeah. Ray is just a good dude. I like that he grew a spine with Marnie. In this episode, because mm-hmm. in the last episode we saw them together, he was kind of having that uh, shell shock moment where she's talking about all the reasons why she can't hang out with him. And he's just kind of lost in his own world. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. And then this time around, he finally nutted up and was like, you know what? Let's just fucking break up. I know you don't want to be doing this. Let's just like stop wasting my time. Stop wasting each other's time. Yeah. And uh, I like his new outlook on life with Hermes death. I think that's nice and you know, maybe some positive will come. And hopefully in the back half of the season, maybe he and Shoshana start to go out again. I don't know. I don't or even, not. I, I mean, I don't even know if I'm rooting for that because I don't want him to ruin it with his dick. You know, <laughs> like that relationship could yeah. fall apart once they start sleeping together again. Um, but I'm OK yeah, if I, they I, do get together, but I'm OK if they don't, you know. Yeah, I kind of I just I really like their relationship at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? I, I Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just 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 dabble yeah. dabble outside of the girls' circle, you know. Just, yeah, just see if there's anybody else. Yeah, find yourself a nice young Jewish woman. Yeah, and uh, get it get it going, Ray. You're a good dude. And that is the dude likability, the boys likability rankings. Yep. And now we get to the gals. Um. Well, we already know who's on the bottom of this one. Absolutely. Absolutely, we are in agreement here. Yeah, Shoshana, Definitely. you are the <laughs> <laughs> you are the weakest link. Yeah. Uh, no, it's definitely Marnie. Like Marnie is such a trash monster my, in this season, man. My notes are callous to Desi, callous to Ray. Yep. Uh, and, and like that's all we see of her. Like we talked about it earlier in the episode. Yeah. 
her only scenes in the last couple episodes are her just being awful and then trying to convince herself that she's not being awful yeah. uh, and I, trying to convince other people that I should also she's not write awful. callous to Hannah when she makes Hannah go on her like adulterous trip to Poughkeepsie. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Like, why are you doing this? Not only are you cheating on Ray, you're openly doing it. And then you want Hannah to be an accessory. Yeah. Like, it's awful. Dude. Yeah. She sucks. She used to be like, at least a kind of nuanced, you know, I see where she's coming from. Their life is complicated. I've been in relationships like this type of thing, mm-hmm. but now it's just like, Oh, you're just, you suck. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no nuance to it. It's just like, you're wrong. Yeah. That's it. You're wrong. (laughs) Um, This is where it starts to get tricky, though. Um, Okay. I kind of have Jessa next, but, like, not based off much. Like, she's kind of uh, rude to Shoshana a little bit during the networking event and, like, weaseling her way in. But... Mm -hmm. That's just annoyances more than, like, I mean, and, yeah, she's not as and she she's not up, as bad as she used to be. And she brought up a great point of how they only care about her dating Adam, but no one cared about Ray dating Marnie, which I thought was a great yeah. point. Like, yeah, excellent point. Like, why is there that double standard there? You know. Mm. Um, yeah, I also have Jessa at number three yeah. for the same reasons. I, I think that today's episode where she's kind of wanting to the film to be more like bad towards hannah is a little selfish and like the networking event she was kind of a dickhead i'll say i'll say with her in today's episode that jealousy is like i i get it though like that that i get like you're watching the guy that you're with like, and it's not like he's just doing this with some random actress, you know, like, and you're uh-huh. like, oh, well, I don't like you being with this actress. It's like, oh, I'm seeing you pretend like how you were with Hannah, my friend. Like, yeah. And I'm seeing this I'm watching for the first you, time. Yeah. I'm watching you reenact your love story with my former best friend. Yeah. So I, I get, I get Jessa being off put there. So I don't even hold that against her really, you know? So she's kind of like, I hold three it by, against, she's like three by default for me. See, I hold it against her because she didn't read the script and she could have known what was coming. Well, that's that's exactly what you expect from Jeff. It is insane that she didn't read the script. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, she should have read the script and if she didn't like what was going on or, like, she could have got clarification from Adam of, like, what is this movie about? Like, she seems to think that the movie is going to be, like, Oh, isn't this fucking chick crazy and awful well, and did, she, I'm the best? She didn't have time to read the script when they finished it and got production up in it in, in two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair point. Um, and then Hannah is number two. Mm-hmm. Um same. And not for anything big either, just like little stuff here and there. Um yeah. Being a little rude at the surf camp, you know, being judgy at the surf camp. Um, yeah. Chuck Palmer stuff, she's in the right, so I don't got anything against that. I thought she handled that yeah. as well as she could have and is in a terrible position. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she handled uh, going to Poughkeepsie fine. She just mm-hmm. wanted to go there and wanted to write. She didn't want to be there. She didn't want to be there, but she did it. 
She did she did more for Marnie than Marnie did for Ray when someone died. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like yeah. she's going on a weekend trip with you two and you can't stay in a house with Ray for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think Hannah is definitely Hannah's my number two as well. Uh but I think it's like the chasm between Marnie and the rest of them is so oh, wide. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like Marnie's so far and away the worst. Mm-hmm. And then what three, two, and one are kind of you know, if yeah. if you juggled them, I could see arguments for either one of them being the most likable or the least likable of those three. Yeah. They're all kind of in the same camp. I think Hannah's pretty likable and uh yeah, and like you said, with the Chuck Palmer episode, it was, it was good. Yeah. To, it, it was just a great episode. She was in the right. Uh, the surf camp thing was a little weird. Um, and and last yeah. episode, she just got a UTI and found out she was pregnant. Like that's all that really happened last episode. You know, like so. Yeah, and and this episode, she's like trying to comfort her mom and deal with her own pregnancy and yeah let people know like what the deal is uh so yeah nothing really egregious Mm -hmm. she's yeah she's just not as likable as shoshana if it was a scale if it was a scale it'd be like one two three and then marty at 10 you know like that's the gap you know if you're trying to visualize it um and yeah shoshana's number one just uh for fact that she's barely in a lot of like this episode she's in one scene with ray the other mm-hmm. one, she's in a scene with Ray when he, right before he goes to find Hermie. And then I feel like in another episode, she's just there when they have their like married couple breakfast uh, thing when, when Ray goes to stay with Shoshana. And then it's the networking, uh, right? That's about it. Yeah, I mean, she, I think, uh, so the first episode is when uh marnie's kind of de- marnie's kind of jealous of ray and shoshana's yeah, yeah. relationship type thing so that's all we get there which is like nice like she's just being friendly and they they have a good relationship her and yeah. ray then uh the hostage situation one that's the networking event one and mm-hmm. she didn't really do anything wrong there except for be kind of slimy and gross about networking so hard <laughs> but like that's just but that, that's the name of the game yeah like she just wants yeah, to network the- and she's she's hurt that she the people she was with that are successful and she's not like that's that's just normal human shit yeah yeah that's just how the game's played at this point you know you gotta go network and be fake as fuck and kiss asses uh then then the next episode is the american bitch one which she's not in at all then the next one is her telling ray not to kill himself yeah. And then today is her lamenting the life of Hermie with Ray. And I thought you just, I thought you were going to say her saying, I'm never going to die. Uh, yeah. And then we find out that she's immortal this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah, she so can't commit suicide. <laughs> she's still number one, man. Yeah. There was only like a couple of times where she wasn't number one. And I think it was like weird because Jessa was number one. Yeah. I, I mean, these characters have gone through... The rotation, you know, I don't know if Marnie's yeah. ever been. I think Marnie might have been number one in our rant when we would do these randomly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, when we weren't so yeah. structured as mid-season and post-season. Yeah, I feel like I may have had Marnie at number one one of those random times, but I'm gonna say season two. I'm sure Marnie was definitely up because Hannah was dropping fast. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. It is true that they have gone through all of the rankings, though. Like, it's not a consistent, this person's awful, and then a consistent, this person's amazing. Yeah. That's just life, though, you know? Yep. That's just how life goes. It ebbs and flows, Vance. You know, you never know when it's going to end. You could argue Elijah's, like, just above Chuck Palmer. And and Desi <laughs> and Desi like and Desi's like above him, you know, like I, yeah. you could argue Desi's above him. But that is our fi- final mid season likability rankings. I'm excited to see where this all ends up. And uh yeah, that's the episode for today. Uh any final thoughts before we preview the next episode, Vance? No, let's get this title. What is this thing called? Next episode is titled full disclosure i think this one's gonna be about hannah finding the surf guy riz ahmed paul louis she's gonna tell him about her being pregnant that's what i think it's gonna be that's a really good um i think that's a really good prediction i was gonna say something about the movie but like the movie i'll say yes something will come out about adam's movie even though i think they've already done enough with her seeing her the person or do you think do you think that it's going to be her telling adam and jessa that she's pregnant oh could be that's another i feel like that's another i don't know why'd you be nothing about that (laughs) it's uh tad i feel like tad is gonna get married tad is gonna get married he's gonna he's proposed and he's gonna get married again or tad is already married and he's telling hannah like hey full disclosure i'm married an engagement takes a lot longer than it takes to write and get a crew together for a movie. <laughs> All right. Well, those are our predictions for the next episode. Let's see if we're right. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to write in to us, if you have any n- notes or anything, fucking boys watching girls podcast at gmail.com. We've got Instagram. We post funny uh boys watching girls memes on there boys watching girls podcast on instagram and uh, leave us a rate and review on apple itunes the latest uh reviews are all basically calling me a douche uh (laughs) if you want to bury those that'd be really nice (laughs) or just uh pile on actually (laughs) (laughs) i love it uh yeah thanks guys uh we'll see you next time for full disclosure see ya Seltzer Kings Podcasts.